0: They, the transformers have turned into no they haven't turned into weirder things that actually makes that actually is the weirdest thing potentially i saw
1: a transformers jesus figure the other day what Excuse it was me? like it was like christ on the crucifix but then like the crucifix like transforms around him into he just like turns into this like mecca jesus i fucking should have saved it so i could share it with you guys. wow i might yeah that's how
2: it. you get that's how you get jesus hip to the new times
3: oh yeah the kids are into these transformers let's get them into jesus
0: (laughs) transform yourself for christ
3: i feel like that's it's kind of like bible man it's like oh kids are into the batman let's make a bible version let's have uh
0: the arch enemy of bible man be a scientist because you know all science is evil so Welcome to Undercooked Analysis, where we are transforming people's stories that they sent us into the same thing, just with critique attached to it. I'm your host, David King. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kayla King. Hello. My wonderful co-host, Sade. Hello. And my, I can't think of another euphemism, but wonderful co-host, Paprika. (laughs) Hi.
3: How's it going?
0: we're all wonderful that's if that's what you want to know. and
3: i think to myself it's, it's wonderful wonderful oh so, so wonderful my love anyway <laughs> yeah you didn't come to this podcast to hear us sing
0: <laughs> that's that's for um that's for something else
3: oh yeah that is for something else
0: I don't know what yet.
3: When we that's a, for your new that's line that's of singing
1: flashlights. When we uh, <laughs> live stream karaoke, I don't know. <gasps> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> I don't think I have the nerve live to do that. I could live. I could karaoke? sing. Front, I could sing in front of a, you guys in like a private room if we liked it. A karaoke. Is room. that not? Are you not just describing what what TikTok is?
0: <laughs> TikTok is like karaoke in a room, but the room is facing the entire world.
1: That. Uh, TikTok is maybe a little more than that. And I don't know if I could condense what TikTok is. I still Us don't. Being the only one in this conversation who is on TikTok.
0: gang. Hey, on... if you're
1: on TikTok, follow me. Dead and Sade.
0: <laughs> Dead and Sade. <insane. laughs> gang, I'm an old man and I don't. I barely understand what the kids are into these days. So I don't understand what the TikToks are. Yeah, I, just... <laughs> I fear
2: some of the things that Sade shares.
0: I'm afraid every time I'm afraid every time I click a link that Sage shares that has TikTok in it, uh Chinese bots are going to invade my brain. So <laughs> are
3: are you an old man or I'm an a-
0: old man who's also a conspiracy theorist.
3: I was gonna say. That's my
0: that's my character. You have to let me
1: yes, Andy. I mean we're all vaccinated, so we already have uh monitoring chips inside us, apparently. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah,
0: controlled by 5G uh, cell towers. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: We're next to androids at this point. That's why Side I get really boards. good service.
3: <laughs> remember, uh, supposedly, like, in the 70s when uh, barcodes came out, all the Christians were, a bunch of Christians were freaking out because they thought, oh, it's the number of the beast.
0: 666 right. is all barcodes.
3: Yeah, well, because it's believed that uh, barcode, uh, like it says in Revelations, that uh, there's supposed to be a, uh, you're supposed to get the mark of the beast, which is is the only way you'll be able to purchase anything.
0: Okay, it's
3: I... something along those lines. But there's also a thing about barcodes where they actually use the
2: number six 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 as delimiters on them or something. <laughs> so put two yeah. and two together, and and it equals ten times.
0: The end. I, when did they first start implementing? You know, we're wandering pretty. I think far the seventies. Yeah, it, wasn't, it was the set. It was the seventies. It wasn't was the seventies. Yeah. Okay,
1: I do feel like the seventies was when a lot of things started to go downhill. But I mean, that's probably a conversation for another day, and one that I, I mean, think Evan should be a part of. Woodstock was at the end of the sixties. So.
3: Yes, yes, it was.
1: Well, keep
0: in mind the seventies was also when we had the satanic panic around uh, well everything, but especially Dungeons and Dragons, which so. is. A lot of moral there's, quandaries in the 70s.
3: There's a movie called, Ma- what, Mazes and... Mazes and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters. And it basically is about Satanic Panic, but it has Tom Hanks as the main character. <laughs> it's amazing. I need to rewatch that.
2: Worth Speaking of, uh, of uh, well, I don't know where you want to put this, but my, my mother once threw holy water on my brother for playing D&D. Really? <laughs> yeah. So that was a that was a pretty great moment. Where we- where'd
1: she get some holy water? Are you
2: kidding? Marbon? She's got <laughs> she's got she buys it. She she's got she makes rosaries other every other week.
0: I had no idea, but now I know that she, your your mom buys holy water using a barcode that has the number of the beast. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Spe- okay, if you're buying holy water, you know those little wafers that they give you during communion? Oh, uh, I almost oh. bought a box off of Amazon the other day, and I still want to, just to, like, unblessed.
0: I mean, would you, hate, would you just eat them, like, out of a box? Because those I things are good. I would just eat them,
1: because every yeah, time, my mother, when every time like my mother- They look like crackers
0: they are yeah. tasty crackers
1: they're strangely tasty oh. and
0: communion they're wafers. they're like the
1: wafers
2: inside
3: of candy bars Cute. But are like less sweet but still good C- mm-hmm. question you all grew up catholic if i recall yes mm-hmm. yeah so i didn't so i didn't have communion wafers because i grew up protestant <laughs> so i i have i cannot tell you what communion wafers taste like I
1: probably have. I them. should
0: give you ones if I ever get. Well, okay, let's okay, buy well, a box. You guys visit
1: me. I'll have a box. We'll snack on them with like everything else that we're doing, and along with pocky and what else, <laughs> and donuts shaped like voodoo dolls. <laughs> we're not gonna bother with fucking voodoo donuts. All right.
0: I have a. I guess the most important thing is you. Um, are they? You when you buy them, I assume they're unblast, right?
1: Yes. Well, they're, well, that
2: transubstantiation yeah. occurs literally during mass. Oh, so. good
0: point. Yeah. So if you just buy a box of the wafers, you're not you're not like just buying a big old box of Jesus to eat.
2: I mean, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Does anything happen during the
1: hours in which you're in church?
0: Good point. I mean, depends on who you are.
1: <laughs> I remember sitting in church and just daydreaming the most explicit like fanfics in my head of just like, naraku devastating inuyasha or some shit like that whatever i was into when i was in high school just because i out of spite of having to go to church i was just like yeah i'm gonna just the most problematic shit in my head the entire time see i i decided to i
3: doodled whenever because i was bored as fuck oh you got Uh, to doodle lucky you well here's the thing i would they would have you know how they have those pencils that uh like the small pencils and then um The envelopes that that write down,
2: yeah, how much you're donating to the church.
3: Yeah, I would just start doodling on that. But in order to not, quote unquote, get in trouble, I would just start making 3D versions of the cross just because I thought I was practicing 3D at the time just for fun. And my mom would look and and when she saw what I was drawing, she's like, well, I can't get mad at that. I mean, she's drawing Christian shit. So Mm (laughs) Said, would you
2: agree that Catholic masses are the most boring of all of all
1: time, of all of anything? Um, Yes. I don't think I've experienced any other type of like mass to really compare it to, but in my memory, yeah, I remember them being uh, boring as fuck.
0: I'm with you.
2: Well, my, my aunt is Lutheran and I've gone to a few like evangelical and a few other things so um i i heavily uh would say that that's the case strongly agree me-
3: you would say me- uh so i've only been to one catholic service uh and it was an easter service weirdly enough and i i hope oxygen thief whose story we're going to be reading later by
0: the way <laughs> we finally get around is to not it.
3: extremely catholic <laughs> or well is it i mean like- if, re- if
1: you if you're if religion is your thing uh like Cool. This yeah. is not for us.
0: We're not, yeah, we're not knocking, we're not knocking no, no, like
1: I have actually any cl- of
0: that. We're just we're not like
1: it might have been our own personal experience.
0: I've I've been an agnostic for a very, very <clears throat> long time. So
1: I, well,
3: and then not only that, I have we have a few friends who are Christian, awesome people. I love them. Uh it's just not for me. And and they're fine with it just as we're fine with it. So uh but I've only been to one. Anyway, I've been to one in Catholic service. And from what I gathered, you guys have prettier churches. Uh, there's a lot more singing. Like, mm-hmm. I am shocked how much singing <laughs> It ain't happens. good singing, though. No. <laughs> depends no. on what church you it go to. It yeah, depends, depends on, on the choir. Yeah. But I've seen
1: some
2: awful, awful, uh, uh, you know, whatever bullshit instrument they have in the back. Like little old lady or young child <laughs> or whatever, literally whatever they have available. Yeah. So there's no, there's nothing. It's just literally. Who, they probably ask people to go up and sing the same way they ask people to bring the Eucharist up.
1: Mm. I, the ones that I would go to, <clears throat> or the they, wine or whatever. But yeah, sorry. The they would have everybody singing, so everyone attending would be singing along, and like you could always hear when like. A majority of the people didn't actually know the words, and were just kind of trying to fake it. Cause I was one of them. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so no, just all around. The only only highlight was really getting that damn little wafer cookie, wafer cracker. Was that a highlight? That was the only highlight.
0: Okay. I, I yeah. My, my highlight experience. was getting
1: to drink wine. It, I didn't like the taste of it. Okay. So I just think we, I was still too young. We didn't. I would pretend i wouldn't sip it i would pretend to okay
0: you go i know don't like yeah.
3: it see we didn't get wine or crackers or anything like that we just went in we sang we sat there f- during a sermon for like whatever it is and it felt like five, five hours. hours it was only an hour probably and then more singing
1: and then we left and then went to like denny's or something <laughs> actually yeah the highlight was after it was over because in in our area it's 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 got a large Hispanic community who would go to the services that we would go to. And so when church, when it was over and everyone was coming out, there would usually be someone selling like elotes outside Ooh. of the church. Ooh. So like, okay. I'd be like, Hey, 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 I was good. Can I have one, please? And that was, that was the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> just, I fucking love elotes.
0: We probably should get to reading. Yeah, that. we should get, we should get started. I, I, I... But you're
2: triggering us.
0: <laughs> we're, we're digging up some like deep memories here and like of you know everything that happened and i think i want to, i want to sum it up with there's a line from dogma that i remember specifically where it's like people don't go to church to worship anymore they go to feel bored
2: so yeah that's like something george carlin would say right
0: yeah oh that's a very carlin kind of thing to say in this case it's being said by an angel in disguise to a woman who eventually learns that she's the Kind of, sort of, the second coming. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, um,
3: it's, I enjoy Dogma as a movie, but yeah, it, it it does have.
0: She's the great. Now great, great, we're on to Dogma, great, great everyone. Franginess. All right, it, it
3: is kind of it's kind of blasphemous, but like it, it's done in a humorous way. I
0: yeah, I just it you know it's it's interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, So Oxygen Thief has sent us a story. Uh, and they write, this might be the 11th draft of a story bouncing around in my head for the past four years. This demon needs to finally be expelled from my soul. So please do with it what you will. Thank you very much.
3: Oh my God, it's a demon and that we're expelling. This really is a religious <laughs> episode.
0: We're performing an exorcism for Oxygen Thief. Now, we're, we've, we've read um, uh, quite a few Oxygen Thief stories at this point. Uh, we know and um, respect their work. And uh, I look always look forward to reading reading these stories because they tend to be pretty interesting. But Mm -hmm. we're also here to critique, so uh, no mercy.
3: Uh, What order should we do this in?
0: Um,
2: How about the
3: most religious person first? Or actually, actually, uh, you guys are. I'm trying to
2: figure out. uh, Okay, the person who's most recently seen dogma. Oh, well, God. It's not me though.
1: I, I, it, <laughs> I can't either. Yeah, that's been a while. Ago.
0: I got an idea. Let's go. Uh, well, we'll uh, Protestant, then Catholic, Catholic, Catholic. Oh, okay, actually, Let's actually, start.
3: Actually, what type of Catholic are you? There you go. What type of Catholic? I, I don't, don't know, know. Roman Catholic. <clears throat> Roman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know if there was a type um, of Catholics. You're there my a type Catholic. Catholic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll. Uh,
0: we're we're we're. we're <laughs> You can tell we're all former Catholics. We're all pretty bad Catholics.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm a yeah. form, the problem is I'm not a former Catholic, I'm a former Protestant. There's I'm saying
0: a, in the case of us Catholic or yeah. former Catholics.
3: Okay, fine. I'm like, okay. I'll start it then. How yeah. about the amount uh, how about the uh,
2: in the amount in which we look down on Protestants? Oh. <laughs> oh my God. How, how how much do you look down upon me?
0: How badly I think arbitrary. I'll go first. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm kidding.
2: I'm kidding. Okay. Well, I'll I'll go first. Why not? Hello. My name is Esther, named after my mother's favorite story in the Bible. Oh my (laughs) fucking Christ! (laughs) We did not plan that. And I grew up along the countryside of central Arkansas. Uh, I won't say the name of the place I'm from, but it was very small, very conservative, and so very patriotic that it bordered on nationalism.
0: Okay. So Columbia sky city
3: <laughs> will the circle be
1: unbroken
0: uh i'm gonna give it to i'm gonna say say goes next
1: growing up on a farm 45 minutes from town with the nearest neighbor a mile away left me with early memories completely devoid of other people besides my parents the fields being gently touched by gray mist at the crack of dawn then in, the intricate craft of cow blah, 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 i almost said cowboys <laughs> <laughs> the not intricate craft of- cow, <laughs> <boys>. <laughs> sorry i ruined it the intricate craft no it's okay i'm also trying to juggle my cat from not stepping all over my desk um the intricate craft of cobwebs in <clears throat> the decaying fence of my grandfather In the decaying fence my grandfather had built decades ago, the sudden sight of a new baby calf among the cattle with the curious little jump in its step, noticing for the first time that there's dancing spots of light on the pages of your coloring book, so you look up to recognize the ancient and monstrous oak tree that was always there in your backyard.
0: Ah, this is beautiful.
1: Mm -hmm. Those are Uh, things, yes.
0: (laughs) I like the way they're described. It's like Mm -hmm. there was cobwebs in the fence. There was a baby cow. There was a tree.
3: (laughs) This is is actually really well-written.
0: Don't surprise me too much. Your turn, Kayla.
3: Oh, you're letting the dirty Protestant go first? Yes. yes. That's how much we we look down on you. Nice. (laughs) Mom told me that when she was pregnant, she used to sit on a long chair beside the tree and read. She also said, I took my first steps on the soft grass by its roots. While she and Dad were cheering me on, I leaned on the trunk of, um, for leverage when I achieved my first little victory. It was my dedicated play area from time on, but it wasn't until I was about seven that I noticed how imposing it really was.
0: So this is going to be. So did we say this title of the story, which was inheritance?
1: Yeah, and I don't think we did. It's titled. I think in we here. Did or maybe it was when during choice drags.
0: Maybe it was, but uh, just to clarify, the story is titled "Inheritance." Um, so. We have a tree. We have a
3: tree. I feel pretty
0: good about this so far.
3: I, it does get, create the vibe of being in a... Um, oh, what's the word? Um, in in central Arkansas? Well, no, no, no. But the, there's a... Okay, so like there's suburban neighborhoods or cities. This is in a... A rural? Neighborhood? rural area. There we go. I, yeah, I, I feel there. like this captures the rural, rural feel very well. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: with Somewhere you Somewhere
3: with sprawling
2: fields of grass and wheat and... Corn and, and big oak trees to divide them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of oak trees, a seventy foot monster that had been there long before my grandparents built the house in the nineteen forties. The black oak tree was something that stood out in my mind as as part of us. It was like the rocking chair in the living room where Dad played uh, guitar, or Mom's sunflower patterned oven mitts hung side by side above the kitchen sink. It was just something in my life that I could walk past take for granted, and allow to gather dust in the back of my head during my self-obsessed adolescence. A 70-foot,
1: that's... That's huge. A big tree.
0: That's a big tree.
2: It's a big tree.
0: It's a big when, expect, you, Yeah.
2: Yeah. When I had no friends because I couldn't make any at school, I spent so much time by that tree. My dad made a swing for me. So I went from coloring books to picture books to countless YA novels with The Gentle Wind, while The Gentle Wind rocked me. I looked up, always had to look up to see those powerful winding branches. And I would imagine something someone sitting up there with me. They would promise to take me away from my tiny town, my tiny family, my tiny fears of what I felt when I saw pretty girls on TV.
0: Oh, that's deep. Mm-hmm. I oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Okay damn okay tiny uh, with
2: respect to the tree itself huh? yeah
1: <laughs>
2: that's a good point oh my god i like this
0: very much so far yeah the tree the tree is basically tell her be gay do crime oh happy <laughs> pride everyone happy
1: pride Month, everyone <laughs> when i was 14 with a sinus infection and sitting at home for a few days i still sat on the swing in in arkansas yes sorry, sorry. i've actually never seen that written yeah. So I want to say Arkansas when I read Arcan- it. Well, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Arkansas. All right. I still sat on the swing in, and I still sat on that swing in Arkansas.
3: Ar- <laughs> Arkansas. Oh. <laughs> I close my
1: eyes. English is the worst language. Yeah. Anyway,
3: like, look at how many people fuck up Oregon. Like, God. Or it's pronounced
0: organ, right?
1: No, it's yeah. Or- you even just or-gan. said organ. No, it's Oregon. Organ. It's organ. Oregon. 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 I still sat on that swing in Arkansas humidity, watching dad do yard work. I got up and walked to the trunk where I noticed a string of orange fungus along the bark. And I spent a long time scraping it away with my fingernails until mom came out to stop me. She made me lunch and treated the scraping on my fingernails, on my fingertips. And that night, I had a nightmare of my, of breaking my leg from falling off that swing. I never dream, so I still remember it.
0: Ooh, this is, oh, this is getting interesting.
1: Uh, I, I,
3: I, mean, I got up, walked to the trunk where I noticed a string of orange fungus on.
0: So, so got, she just got up and just started scratching at it for a while. Maybe, it feels like almost a hypnotic, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: When
3: I was 17, I made a chance connection. Something weird about growing up Christian in a largely Christian community is that sometimes kids at school who are trying to distance themselves from religion will assume you're bigoted, which I couldn't really blame them for. I've never known if I really believe in God or not, but Cynthia accidentally came out during a heated debate about gay rights in class one day. Later on, I found her crying underneath the bleachers where I knelt beside her in the wet dirt to give her a hug. She was surprised at my empathy. Uh, we hugged for a long time there, and for a few months, we hugged against the trunk of the oak tree, staring in the woods where the whispers of our secrets became wind, uh, wind chill. Oh my, this is so well written. Oh my god.
0: Oxygen thief, write us looking for critique, and here's the critique. This is beautiful <laughs> so far. I love it's it. It's
2: like a sepia-toned story, huh?
0: Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Except it's gay.
3: <laughs> it's make it sepia tone and gay actually how do you
0: make it both sepia tone and gay
3: um this is giving me um a good book this is a good book by the way uh, the uh miseducation of cameron post i know it's a movie but uh i did read the book it has the same kind of feel um where it's like most of the book actually takes place in this, um, young girl's rural town and her realizing she's gay while growing up in high school and trying to figure out how to handle that. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people because of the movie, they think it's just about, um, uh, her going to, um, gay conversion camp, but that's only like a fourth of it.
0: Mm. So Okay. Um,
3: I do recommend the book. It's a, it's a very good book. Um, There's some people who have said it's kind of boring because they expect just the conversion camp, but... It's no.
0: kind of nice that it's not all just. the That yeah. would be, be kind of heartbreaking, honestly. Mm-hmm. It was there for me. It learned things about me no one else could know, would ever know. And every emotion of want or question of escapism I felt, it also felt deep within its roots. It never cared and it never judged. But what's something so ancient gained from judgment anyway? It's like, this is like the giving tree, but if the giving tree had a weird psychic connection with
3: <laughs> this gaby.
0: This gaby. Yeah.
2: I uh, know. I was looking back. Sorry. No, that's all right. Uh so I didn't I didn't actually pick up on that. So when uh, tiny fears of what I felt when I saw pretty girls on TV and the narrator is a girl. Yes. Yes.
0: Right. I didn't pick up on that. Esther, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. It's easy to forget where you come from though. Too easy. I worked so hard in school for that scholarship to work so hard to get the fuck out of there and to get to the city where I could get a degree in something. I just wanted something different. My parents were okay with it too. As long as I called and visited them, they were content letting me live my life until they were old and I could take care of the house I was born in.
1: Hmm. Okay. Okay, that's pretty relatable for a lot of kids who mm-hmm. grow up queer, wanting to get away from home. Hashtag relatable. Their life. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> when I was twenty-two, they both died in their sleep. Jesus. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. It took a week for anyone to find them, and it turned out to be poor Miss Collins. She was an old woman who had gone to the same church with us for years, and she had arrived at my folks' place to get back something she lent my mom. She let my mom borrow the door was unlocked and miss collins worst trait was how nosy she was so she came into our house to find my parents dead in their bed the bed i was born in oh. you know, it's, inter-
2: it's interesting they use the word poor miss collins to describe her poor mrs collins and now i do feel kind of like sad for her
0: <laughs> yeah it's a good
2: description like the good description so far
0: well it'd be horror i mean it's one thing walking in to find two corpses it's another thing to walk in and find two corpses that have been dead for a week that's something Jeez. else too so without even having was to it, say too much was it a
1: week It said a week yeah it oh took a week for anyone God. to find them
0: they died in their sleep um uh, what's really interesting is that the the continual emphasis on just how like connected to this place like all this is this the, they died in the bed that you know because they, they clearly had a home birth in that case too for esther and yeah mm-hmm. this is all grounded in like very old. Conditions and roots going back, and here this this big tree representing so much of that, but also the change. Although again, I'm reading. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, too far ahead.
3: Uh, nothing about it was hard. It, I had been taken back to that town by the ankles, but it wasn't hard. My girlfriend at the time ghosted me when I told her the news and why and why I had to leave college. But that wasn't hard either because her silence was all I needed to know. That's shitty. that's was a shitty thing. The Wait, hard- did she have to leave college? I mean, like
1: entirely? Well, I mean, if both your parents have died, I mean, it would probably, I mean, if, if both your parents have died and you're the only person who can take care of things like the funeral and whatnot, then yeah, it'd probably, you'd probably have to at least take a week or two,
3: Mm -hmm. maybe,
2: maybe a month. And a month is hard when you're in the middle of a semester. So I imagine you take the
3: semester off. Yeah. Well, it also could be cost wise too. Maybe she can't afford. Right. Okay. Sorry. That's Yeah. Okay. You Uh, have to
0: handle that. Yeah.
3: The hard part was not being able to feel the sunshine, the coin toss between numbness and piercing ear-drilling anxiety over the truth of never seeing my parents again. I lost sleep trying to remember what their last lo- I love you sounded like. Oh, that that fucking hurts.
1: Mhm.
0: I don't remember anything from the funeral or the wake, really. It was all just white noise and moving shapes of black who spoke comfort to me in language, in a language I no longer understood. My brain started filming again. Uh, when I was standing at the kitchen sink, looking out the window at the old only family I had left. As usual, it was tall and proud without any droop in its posture. It's that tree again.
2: My knuckles hurt as I cracked them. To stop that, I grip, I tried gripping the fabric of my black dress. Even though the barrier between my fingers and palms, even, but yeah, sorry guys. It's all right. But even with the barrier between my fingers and palms, it just hurts some more. All the tears I should have cried for the past two weeks came down so fast that it hurt too. My eyes literally ached. The light of the kitchen mixing with the black of the night and the shape of the oak tree until my vision was as muddled as my sense of time. Blinking until I had the, a moment of clarity, I saw mom's oven mints hung on the wall with those faded sunflowers.
0: Ooh, good callback, good callback. Um, hmm. Yes.
1: Enough. Enough, I thought, not knowing what I was done with exactly. Without putting on any shoes, I walked out to the shed for my dad's old axe, and I saw my skeletal shadow stomping, stomping along, the light spilling out from the kitchen. The grass was wet and warm, but, a little sh- but little sharp things still caught on my feet before I stopped, holding the axe at the ready until my muscles caught right there, and I was just staring.
3: There wasn't any sound in my ears besides the air passing through my nostrils, but I swear I could have heard the twitching nerves in my eyes as they tried to find a good spot. Without compulsion, burning my blood, I raised the axe over my shoulder before bringing it down as hard as I could without breaking my wrist on impact.
0: The gust of birds escaping the forest drowned out the chunky sound of metal hitting wood. In less than a second, the axe was no longer in my hands as I fell on the ground, getting more than a little sharp, more of those little sharp things embedded in my arms and legs. The the whole world seized into nothing but spasms and jolts and a loud buzz echoing from my skull to the horizon. It was the most terrible and the most exciting thing I'd experienced in my life. Okay, that's, this is interesting. What, what is going on here? So
2: I think she's trying to chop down the tree.
0: Right. She's trying to chop down the tree. Why though?
2: Because she's angry and she sees it and, um. I can't tell exactly, but it's interesting because she describes night and there's like a kind of like a movement out of the sepia tone, um, adjectives, descriptors into like horror descriptors, like black mm-hmm. and uh, shadow and uh, muddled vision and things like that. Um, faded sunflowers.
1: Um,
2: pain, from, uh, pain from whatever these little sharp things are, but I imagine... You know, it could be any
1: like the whatever they're called, the little uh, seedling balls, those little mm-hmm. spiky balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, just maybe the reasoning for trying to cut the tree down right now, we're just making the assumption that it's the tree that she's trying to cut down. But if it's right. been like, if it was present there, her entire growing up, it kind of symbolizes everything that kind of connects her to that place mm-hmm. oh. like she's herself is rooted in that place like yeah her tree is okay. and like maybe wanting to cut it down is like just the desire to just like cut herself off from it yeah so but person.
2: how big is it again is it 70 foot it's feet, yeah you're not gonna how, how thick do you think the trunk is it's probably like as thick as a room
1: one that's also <laughs> like even if you could get through that the where you're not going to control where it's going to go down that
2: would probably take like a month of of chopping it with a, like a fire axe yeah. to get a tree like that down. I don't really know though. Uh it's my turn, right? Uh
0: yeah. I think
2: as my as my senses came back one by one, I noticed the pain ebbing from my right foot. Lifting myself onto my hands was the hardest thing for me to do, but I managed to look over my shoulder and peek at the dark fluid pumping from an ugly bend in my ankle. Uh-oh. <laughs>
0: Yikes. So
2: she hurt her ankle when she tried to cut down the tree.
0: Well, she and the tree are deeply connected. That's one thing. If you want to look at it from on a surface level or, you know, what some of the implications are. She tried to leave that life behind, but she couldn't. So they they dragged her back and then, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I couldn't scream. So my body shook violently as the pain grew and grew. But the injury did all the screaming for me as I pathetically tried to crawl back to the house. (laughs) I was thinking of the spot where I left my phone waiting for um waiting for me a million miles away in the coffee table. Oof, yeah. Wait, in, in the, the coffee table. Yeah, it says first in mistake. the coffee table. I first, think yeah. First on.
3: mistake. Yeah, that's the only mistake I found. I think it's zero like, to 10. No. 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 <laughs> uh, it should be on the coffee table but mm-hmm. but the, that this is the first mistake one right there
1: is an autocorrect because I know my phone yeah, possibly. always wants to change on to in. Mhm. So I'm not gonna fault them for that one. No, 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 no. no
0: like, she only gets this injury though, interestingly, after she tries to axe the tree. So, mm-hmm.
1: so you yeah. could you could make
2: um you could make a couple of 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 logic jumps here, right? That she's cosmically <laughs> connected to the tree is one. Mm-hmm. That she has no idea how to use an axe It that jumped out of
1: her hand <gasps> and it hit her ankle is two. What mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is she or um, she the force of the impact kind of came back at her and yeah. she fell and like fucked up her ankle? That's how angry um, she was.
0: Mm-hmm. I, it's it's good. <laughs> I'm still good. I'm just trying to. I'm just. I just think it's fun to like discuss it. Is it my turn? Uh, yeah. I think we're so she's trying to Esther's trying to make her way back to the coffee
3: table after crawling and groveling for minutes on end. I called an ambulance, which I knew with terror would take longer to get there due to how far out I was. But I waited on my living room floor, trying and failing to think about anything else but the pain, which at that point had become so unbearable that I actually wanted to die. Even with the fire of panic and agony setting me ablaze, some of the tears I shed weren't for my suffering, but for the comforting fantasy that I might see my parents again that night. Oh, Oh, Jesus.
0: Dan, she's just conflicted all over. The hospital came and went. Just lots of bandages, bills, and questions that I couldn't answer. Eventually, I was in my kitchen again on some crutches, forcing myself to stare out that window.
2: Just so I could be sure. Just so I could tell myself in full confidence that I wasn't crazy. I squinted my eyes and saw the scar I left on the bark. A couple feet from the trunk wha- there was the
1: axe too. A lot of things flashed through my mind. A lot of ways of my a lot of ways of my life could get exceedingly fucked up if I sold the house and abandoned that place. In our little standoff, I felt both in control and helpless, both damaged and smoothed. Maybe soothed. Both uh, vicious. Yeah, maybe yeah, that might have been soothed. Um, both vicious and sound of mine, while it looked so uncaring in the middle of that cloudy day, I cursed it, hoping the sun would never shine again so that it starved to death. I grinned when that idea firmly centered
3: or cemented in my mind. Right then, I knew what I could do. If it if it wanted to trap me, then it was trapped with me too.
0: And that's
1: that's the I end. wonder what
2: that. I can, I don't know what that means. I guess that means she's staying
3: I, I think it's the idea that like basically the tree is kind of keeping her trapped there because if she sells the, I, I think that's- Oh,
0: if if anything happens to the tree, like something happens to her too. Yes.
2: Yeah, oh, oh, so it is a cosmic connection then.
3: But I, I think th- it
0: extends back to her family too though.
3: Yeah, like some, I think her family's, I don't know what would have happened, what could have caused- This is a premise for a novel right here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like what happens here is like, it's not really an ending. It doesn't need to be, but you're doing you're doing that thing again, oxygen thief. Where I feel like I want more. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, I think it's. Is, I think is it, it he robbing you lot. of oxygen? Huh.
3: <laughs> I think Oct- is oxygen the female? I can't. I'm not. Actually,
0: I I'm not actually sure. I know
3: they've told us, and I know this, but they I. They. But slur- I'm forgetting... I'm forgetting right now, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. I, I think it's uh, oxygen. Uh, oxygen thief is a she, but okay. For now, I'll just say that just for safety. Um, but yeah, I think it also like maybe they re- like they died out of the blue too, like in their sleep, no reasoning. It could have been connected to the tree as well. Like something might have happened to the tree. Does it say like branches
1: fell or anything like that? No. Oh man we really we're not given any explanation. I feel like we might be reaching a bit in assuming that the parent's death is connected. It might not be. It
3: might not be, but yeah. she's she's clearly connected to the tree and if she does sell it then uh, whoever owns it.
0: Remember when she scratched at the fungus too? That's like a yeah. Hand
1: maybe that I was thinking parents. about the fungus because anytime like fungus is brought up in any kind of horror story, I immediately suspect it because I don't. I am scared of molds. Maybe. I don't trust it. it could maybe. that could be that created the connection. Oh, it. or maybe it's the fungus. She's connected to the fungus, and the tree is also connected to the fungus. Well, well, the orange uh, at that time. Remember, she had a sinus infection, and maybe the orange
3: fungus might be like uh is usually is like a like sign that it was quote unquote getting a sinus infection as well oh interesting uh, but i mean okay. like she, she was just scratching at it and her immediately her mom freaked out well
2: yeah because she was playing in in with pus and i mean that's how your kid gets sick
3: that's okay the and she's an only child but it, maybe there's a bit bigger reason for it as well much. what
2: i was gonna say was maybe her parents uh Sold her uh, firstborn child to the tree to get to buy a house or something. <laughs> Maybe.
0: She had scraping on her fingertips too after that. And then that oh, yeah. night she had the dream about breaking her leg after falling off a swing. Oh. A nightmare. And then never dream had a dream again. There's some cool, there's some deep stuff here that I really like, but it's all like un unanswerable and you can just do speculation. And I like that. Yeah. I this is more a story about sort of like, this weird exploratory thing about emotion and this it's a very it's a a character piece and it's i like it and
3: it also it's um there's that whole thing about oh you could take the girl out of the uh the town but you can't take the town out of the girl and there is a it is true there's a lot of people who are so that do get afraid like am i going to be stuck in this small town forever am i never going to leave and this I think, like, the tree kind of also represents that, like, now she really is stuck there. She can't.
2: This, yeah, this story kind of sounds like a poem to me, and um, yeah.
1: mm. it's, it's
2: got a poetic quality in the word usage and uh, structure. Um, I guess how open-ended it is, it's meant to be retrospective. I just wish, and maybe this is like a, a uh, wanting something I shouldn't get kind of thing, but I wish it just had some sort of. It, it gave me what it was getting at a little bit better.
1: Mm. I think that might be a little bit more with your personality because I, I love that you always have like, like so many questions at the end of a story or a movie or whatever we're we're looking at. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you. I think you're the kind of person who I need to know. I need you to confirm. This I need with, for you to tell me. Yeah. are there aliens?
3: <laughs> are trees alive? That, no. Um,
1: there's, but there's, I like that this story. It, it does. It gives you these intricate details, but it doesn't fully tell you how it's connected. Mm-hmm. It's very much that you don't need to know everything and that's what like leaves you right. so enticed i like right but at the end, speculation
2: at the end of a poem you're left with a reason why you might reread the poem or need to think mm. um and i mean in this last line it says if it wanted to trap me then it was trapped with me too and i guess that's more about the narrator than the reader I, I, that's that's
3: um but that's just a, a a way one could read this yeah i think i think um it's it's kind of a way like basically then uh this narrator esther is trying to find a way that like it okay i am connected to the tree and I'm, I'm we're looking up early on and it's it uh it actually says early on it was there for me um uh
0: yeah i'm rereading that paragraph and what i'm thinking is there's an, another angle you could explore is what if the tree and her were connected and then when she left the tree in a way wanted to bring her back
3: yeah like and but she wants to keep control too so it's trying basically she's trying to find a way to i, I don't know like i think she's trying to find a way to like basically say okay the, this tree isn't um if the if I'm going down this tree's going down with me or um <laughs> for whatever decision that is right yeah mm-hmm. which we don't know what it is we don't know
2: what i guess oh, okay so we get the story about a small town uh, girl growing up uh, you know in an abrasive community against uh her self-identity uh we get the story about needing to come back we get the story about deep roots but this whole trapping element uh, what's hashtag relatable about that
0: <laughs> well i mean there's that idea like she in a weird way she couldn't get away from the town where she grew up like metaphorically like mm-hmm. and in the end, even though she wanted to go away, she was going to come back anyway because she was going to take care of the house when her parents got old and they kind of made her promise to do that. It's kind of like that weird idea that, like, I I think it's like mm. you you can't, I don't know. but it, it feels like, you know, you, you can, but also can't go home again. I don't know. Um, there's yeah. a lot you could, there's, there's definitely a lot you could read into this. And I'm not yeah. sure. I think we are supposed to draw our own conclusions. But mm. again, I just, uh, if there's something specific, oxygen thief is going for here then um you know that's i mean that's the joy of reader response theory and stories Mm -hmm. like this anyways that uh, the takeaway is what we how we see the story and what we interpret with the story and there's no real empirical meaning for fiction anyway in my opinion it's just you know did you read it did you like it that's some (laughs) one of my favorite english professors was just like i don't care about all this other stuff i just want to know and he had that accent because he was from hampshire he said i want to know did you read it Did you like it? (laughs) And he would always say it like that.
3: Um, I, in in all honesty, I think it's a really good story. Um, Mm -hmm. I do want more, but as a story on its own, it's not like a. It's not something where it's like, oh, there should be more. It's more, I just want more.
1: Yeah. If there, if there was more. Exactly. i exactly. I want it. Like, if yeah. yeah. I was read more. It. I want to keep reading. If but there also, were like, like fifty more pages, good. I'd probably read it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but
3: but like, if it, on its own, it's still good as a short mm-hmm. story. It's still really good. Like there, um, I don't like if this was all it is. It's still that's still it's still great. It still evokes something that, um is quote-unquote hashtag relatable <laughs> um, <laughs> and offers an interesting idea um that is symbolic and um I, I mean I enjoyed this read mm-hmm. I, I think I think it was really well written very mm-hmm. capturing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. enthralling mm-hmm. Enthro-
0: that's beautiful enthralling much like this the tree and Esther are enthralled with each other hey <laughs> you want to give it some freshness ratings, gang?
1: I I will give it the entire giving tree, <laughs> <laughs> stump and all. Just stump and everything. Yep, down all every single root. <laughs>
0: um, I will give this seventy feet of tree out of seventy acres of property.
3: I'm trying to think. I will give this. I don't know. I'm trying. To, damn. I'm not going to give this story
2: anything because it needs to give me 50 more pages.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'll give this uh, uh hashtag pride month out of hashtag relatable <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: out of <clears throat> hashtag home is where the heart is.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Winky face.
3: Winky face. <laughs>
0: All right. Thank you again, Oxygen Thief, for submitting this story. If you'd like to have your story read on Undercook Analysis and have a huge preamble about religion beforehand, you can email your stories to midnightmarinera at gmail.com where we will take them, add them to our queue, and eventually get around to them. Uh <laughs> that kind of critique. Uh I should mention that Oxygen Thief is one of our regular patrons. And as a result, uh patrons do get priority when it comes to stories. So uh uh, that's one thing. You can also hear the choice dregs and other a whole bunch of other extras if you join our Patreon. Those are there for patrons. Uh, the dregs are what we cut out of episodes uh, at the beginning. That's kind of our weird little warm up. And to, trust me, the conversation before this one was um, interesting. i so sorry.
1: I'm very, sorry. <laughs> they told a good story.
0: A very, very good story. That's important. It's important because it, it it establishes some- It's a PSA. The PSA. <laughs> it really grounds- the, the meaning of the entire episode is grounded there. Important DLC content. Go get it. <laughs> uh, but also check out many of the other fine podcasts on the Creative Horror Network if you can. Podcasts like Trick or Track and Darkly Lit and Midnight Marinera and The Witching Hour. And yeah. Mm. More to come.
3: And don't forget, we still have our uh, Cryptid Writing Contest that uh, we are doing joint with Animal Fact Files. Uh, You can read uh, the rules on creativehorror.com. And uh, the due date for that is July 4th, um, 11.15 p.m. uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, that's...
0: we've got, we've had a couple submissions so far. I'm oh. excited to read those yeah. when we get around to it, but well, we could, we, we, we want more. Give us more.
3: Yeah. It's a little, a bunch of creative
0: types out there. Give us more.
3: Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fun challenge. And from what I've heard from people, it's a lot more accessible than some of our old older <laughs> challenges. Ain't so, that the truth. So, uh, go for it, man. Go for it.
0: And, uh, yo, any, uh, any y'all want to plug anything else while you're at it? resounding silence okay that's great awesome yeah. glad we had this talk
3: uh and now that and now kids it's time t- t- to talk i should probably there should be a point i'll tell you guys later about um uh the time when uh i was at church i was in a church group and they decided to show us um, a clip from Armageddon and s- try to ask us, how does that make you feel? <laughs>
1: oh my God.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'd love to talk about that.
0: <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: Sounds fun. I'm I'd down. love to talk religion
0: with everyone. It is fun. It is, it is surprisingly yeah. fun. Good evening, intrepid listeners. This is the Pasta Shade, the host of Midnight Marinara, and this podcast is part of creativehorror.com a network of podcasts and creators working together to build a constructive community of horror fans. For more content like this, visit us at (laughs) creativehorror.com.